0: Uh-huh. <laughs> everybody tuning in you just heard a song from yours truly i actually recorded on my organ
1: oh uh, uh, and you know i didn't know you were um how do i say adept at organ playing
0: adept is probably not the word (laughs) <laughs> but this song has really pissed me off,
1: Bill. Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm wondering why you played it. Well, I
0: pit- love this song, but I apparently didn't know all the story behind this song, and/or or I didn't know the whole song, and so I'm pissed.
1: And you revisited it after I did after many years of probably not hearing it.
0: I did, yeah. and so now now I'm pissed. And oh, y'all stay tuned. You're going to hear about it. <laughs> It's pissed a word I should be using. I th- you not.
1: know, I, I think it, it, it's, some, it's a word that everyone seems – it's adequate. People know what it means. It's adequate. It's, you know, it does not mean happy. No. You know?
0: No. Okay. Well, that song, The Green, Green Grass of Home.
1: Oh, as a, a written, kid, I thought that was just, uh, you know, tragic.
0: Oh, I know. I was surprised when I mentioned this to you while well ago because you knew the whole story and I didn't. I am almost sixty years old and I've lived my whole life thinking that was I'm... just a sweet song about a man coming home from the war, getting off the train, and there's his well, lovely Mary. Your version Mary. is
1: really much more romantic, <laughs> more <laughs> well, romanticized yeah,
0: in my head, and because yeah. the melody is so, you know, it's just a beautiful song written by Curly Putman, Curly, and recorded by. Everyone.
1: Everyone. Yeah. It didn't Elvis Presley do Green, Elvis green Grass? Elvis Presley,
0: Tom Jones did. Oh. A version of it. It was popularized by Porter Wagner, and that's probably where I first heard I it on the Porter Wagner show. Oh, okay,
1: because he probably really twanged it up good, and he made twanged it. it up good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But and then uh, Jerry Lee Lewis recorded it. It was on an album of his called.
1: Country songs for city folks. Got to get them uh, country <laughs> folks cityfied, cityfied. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> hey, it was when it was re-released. The album, the title of it was changed to All Country. I guess they felt like you know maybe they were. Pissing off okay. the city
1: folk. Right. This is how we do it. Down I gotta here. find
0: a new verb.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's just it's just one. It's a kind of a Friday. You know, it's cold. It's twenty six degrees outside.
0: It is, and I feel like I have a lot to say. So this might go over thirty minutes today.
1: Well, we will, we will deal with it. You know, people can handle this sort. Of, this is a cerebral uh, 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 a cerebral area to be delving in. Because
0: so. I just I can't get over this song. Okay. I, I guess I need like to you, clarify.
1: You feel like you have you. Do you feel like you've sort of been uh, um, deceived all I've these years? Duped. By duped. I've been I've been duped, Steve. Duped. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. Okay. So let me backtrack a little bit. I bought this. Uh, I'm going to go back to the organ. I bought this organ in a thrift store. It's just a little tabletop Magnus yeah. organ with like six chords right. and everything. A um, little bit before the pandemic. And learning how to play this organ and play these different songs – it's One of the things that got me through the pandemic
1: got you through the, that's interesting, yeah, yeah.
0: And so, I have this you know, this un, this really strange little love for this organ. And I'm not musical, really, I can play the drums, mm-hmm. certain kinds of drums, but mm-hmm. not so. Anyway, um, so and and that's one of the songs that's one of the first songs I long learned was The Green Green Grass of Home, and uh, I just loved it. And on the songbook that I was learning from. There were lyrics on there, but I didn't ever, I didn't pay attention to them because I remembered this song in my head.
1: Well, if I remember the the um, the lyrics correctly, isn't it sort of thinly veiled the fact that he is in prison, or is that is it is is it directly?
0: It's so thinly veiled, I didn't know that's what
1: the story was. <laughs> but what I mean is, I, I don't think he says, "Hey, I'm in prison." Thickly veiled. And I, miss, I mean. and, and I and I miss and I miss my home. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of a little bit you have to, hey, I think he might be in prison and he's <laughs> yes, missing things.
0: But you don't know that until after the – there's like two two um, verses mm-hmm. where they're singing and you don't know the part that he's actually walking to his execution until mm-hmm. he starts talking. Because yeah. there's, you know, how country songs sometimes oh, like to have yeah. a talky bit. Yeah.
1: Oh, exactly. <laughs> a little lonesome narration, <laughs> yeah. I call it. Right?
0: So that's where you learn that, no, he's he's not – Come home to his lovely family and the green grass of his beautiful home. He was
1: having these images in his mind. He was yes. he was sort of like blocking out the reality of what was happening mm-hmm. with images of what was dearest to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it, 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 my heart's hurting right now just talking about that. You know, <laughs> and Mary's heart must be broken, no but, doubt.
0: Yeah, but you have never been fooled by the song because you knew right away what the, what the song was really. And about. I don't know and how and I, I knew that. I and, don't know
1: how I actually knew that yeah I, I, used to, I, I used to dissect lyrics as a as a child but I didn't have any internet I don't know what happened exactly you know I, yeah. vinyl lots of vinyl playing yeah. it over and over
0: yeah so yes that's my story. oh and the other one of the other <clears throat> first songs I learned was um home home on the range
1: home home on the Yeah. R- where, and I always thought that was interesting because you know deer and antelope don't play together <laughs> I'm you know, I know this because I went to college. They actually are herbivores that don't... Is that
0: one of the reasons you went to
1: college? That's one of the reasons. To learn about who, which course, animals played with which Right. Animal? And of course, as, as everyone here knows, the only antelope in... Native to North America is the pronghorn, and they simply don't mingle with deer because habitats are different, and it's like, <laughs> what the heck? How do you know this stuff? It's yet
0: <laughs> another song that's fooling us with this con- their conception of home, isn't it, right, Bill?
1: Right, Home, home on the range. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: So, hello, everybody. <laughs> hello,
1: everyone. Yeah, welcome to Friday, Frigid Friday. Welcome to episode
0: 11, C. Dream yeah. Big of Wacky Poem Life, where we take a... A poem which we haven't even got to yet, but it has to do with home. It has to do <laughs> it with home. To do with That's home. why I went off on this you know, track into the organ because I was thinking home, home. my first songs were that I learned on this organ were about home home. We take a something that someone has written, a poem or a line or whatnot, and they've left in the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, which is where we're recording from, and we talk about it for a half an hour or maybe longer today.
1: Maybe longer. It, this, has got, this is a conundrum. Sean's yeah. in a conundrum right now.
0: I'm in a, I'm in a pretzel. pretzel. I'm in a pretzel Twist in a conundrum up. in an enigma She's twisted herself into up. a pretzel.
1: I'm pissed. It happened. I'm still pissed about this song. She feels deceived. <laughs> hmm.
0: Okay. Well, Bill, the uh, the poem sort of that we picked for today is was done with magnets, it's so it's a, a magnetic poem. Just, you know those magnet poetry. Those
1: little. I did not know they were magnets. I thought they were. I thought why have they cut out pa- pieces of paper like this? I have a question. You oh, know, it looks like a ransom note. If you didn't it le- know, it, was it does magnets. look like a ransom note. Like you know, I'm holding. You know, we'll get to this, but you know, I'm, I'm holding something hostage, and I'm going to give it to you if you can, if you can tickle something. It is. It's,
0: these are magnets. They were the the big. Magnets, and then there's a little magnet in there too. There's I had a I had like two or three different sizes of them. I actually there's a story behind this too. I bought these from. Um, a, there's no e- easy way to say it. A meth addict at the Quick Trip at eleven. Well, that in makes Utica. It, This makes it even more interesting.
1: <laughs> you, you bought these m- magnets from a meth addict. Now they, that is a poem right there that's an opening line <laughs> to a song
0: this was way this was a long time ago It is on craigslist you know when everybody used to do that instead of uh, a marketplace and it was only five dollars well i'm glad you made it in a well-lit like two, lit place two, yeah, she had two giant boxes of the big magnets with the words on them and the little magnets yeah. so it was well, a great, great deal yeah
1: mm-hmm. many treasures are found on craigslist yeah
0: And so our our museum has metal walls. It used to. This is, uh, I think, this is from twenty seventeen. The only mystery exhibit that we had up then. And so there was lots of these um, magnetic poetry pieces, so you could write a poem with them.
1: If you have a big refrigerator, you'd go to town. Yeah. And tell you you write a novel. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Well,
0: what does this one say, Bill?
1: This poem here. I shall recite it. (laughs) Always dream big, but know where home is. Tickle that cheese. <laughs> okay. I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. You know, like, you know I, I thought, oh, sweet. And then I thought, I'm like, okay. Do I have cheese and has it ever been tickled? You know? I, You're I, searching it, for the it, metaphor I'm, in that, aren't you? I'm, I am. It, it has really got me quite uh, puzzled. But I thought this – it just sort of like – it flows along methodically. Then all of a sudden, we jump off that lemon cliff with <laughs> tickle that cheese. And I thought, there's got to be a message here. I, I don't, I don't
0: how... know, you know, and I was afraid to uh, – there was a metaphor there that I wasn't getting. So I actually Googled the phrase tickle that cheese because I thought this is probably something sexual. Exactly. I'm too old to know what it is, right. you we know, to... kind of like that tall salad mm-hmm. thing.
1: <laughs> Tall salad, right? <laughs> Tall and white trees. and yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what it was? Wait, it would, okay. uh, <laughs> you, you t- tossing salad. No, I don't want to go in oh, there. Okay, And so I Googled Google that
0: cheese. And nothing really came up. I'm like, okay, so we're safe talking about that, I guess. I don't know.
1: I think it should be copyrighted if it's not, because that is. <laughs> You know, it's so – it's like, where's the beef? Tickle that cheese. (laughs) You'll find where the beef is. Okay.
0: But here's what I think, too, Bill. Okay. So this will be on wackypointlife.com. You can look at the picture of it. I think somebody added the tickle that cheese. I don't think the person who wrote the other.
1: It's magnet graffiti added onto something. (laughs) It's like clap your hands for nothing. Yes. You know? Yes. Know where home is and tickle that cheese because – those were the three letters, the three words we had on here. Mm-hmm. I'll be darned.
0: Because the the other lines, they're fairly straight and in order. And that line that says, tickle that cheese, those three words are kind of going downward and it's not.
1: It's called, <laughs> that's called a suspicious slant.
0: It's a suspicious slant yes. with that phrase. So I think somebody added that phrase because uh-huh. they wanted to destroy this, this neat little idea of, you know.
1: And the ironic thing is that's probably why I got this poem um, on uh, – discussed today was that addition. So that yes. guess what? The joke is on you, Mr. Tickler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever you might have meant and whatever your cheese was, yeah. here yeah. we are. Yeah. We're talking about we it.
1: Sure <laughs> we sure are. We sure – and there's even something – there's even – I found out that there is a, a type of cheese that's called Tickler cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so you were Googling this I was sandwich. too, <laughs> you know, because I thought I'm missing something. I
0: I know. We, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be caught out on some things, and uh, like I was caught out with the green with green, the green, grass green grass of, of home. home. Yeah. But we, you know, we're also gonna try
1: not to be duped. Not to be duped, yeah. And I, you know, you, we were both very young when this song that song came out. So you know, uh, it's like the song that I hear all the time as an adult is, and it was quite the cerebral tickler. Was Billy, don't be a hero. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> And my name is Billy, by the way. So guess what was sung to me during recess all the time. So, yes. We, we, can't know, we can't know everything. We know most we can't. things. But it's but, hard.
0: So I think somebody added the line, tickle that cheese, because they didn't want to think, always dream big, but, we're, but know where home is. They thought, oh, well, that is, that's a big idea. That's kind of sentimental. I'm going to destroy that sentimentality. And I'm going to put tickle that cheese underneath that, underneath that point.
1: I'll be, right, right. You know, it is kind of uh, interesting when people want to just sort of uh, add the bit of humor. I think, and it was certainly harmless, fairly harmless. It
0: adds humor, but I also think it's a way of um, attacking, you know, somebody's nostalgia,
1: and definitely definitely <laughs> giving it some levity. Yes. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Nowhere where home is? Blah blah blah. Well, how about tickling that cheese? I thought. <laughs> I thought, you know, if you could tickle your cheese, you'll always find home. <laughs> That's what I thought. And I,
0: I have no idea what that means. And I thought, I'm, if I had a
1: t-shirt that said, tickle that cheese, people would be coming up saying, do I have cheese and how do I tickle it?
0: And will it help me find home?
1: Will it help me find home? Yeah. Apparently so. Something, Yeah. Yeah,
0: Well, you know, whenever people are talking about something really serious, sometimes, like you said, for levity, uh, someone will – they can't stand it. They they don't want to keep going on with this serious or sad or maybe tragic conversation, and so they bring that in to downplay it.
1: You know, and that is a classic uh, method of interjection, a la Steel Magnolias, the, the, the scene where she's standing in front of the casket and she's crying, crying, and then, you know, we, we get uh, – uh, uh, you know, the, the levity of trying to get Shirley MacLaine's character slapped, wheeze her, hit her, you know, it kind of break that moment up, yeah, you know. Yeah. There's something to, about that, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very human desire or action or motivation to make light of something that, is, that we don't want to confront.
1: True, true.
0: That we don't really want to think about.
1: Right, and there, that is such a fine line between tears and laughter. There's such a fine line, it seems like.
0: Oh, and I so I looked this up too. There was an academic, a guy named Norman Dixon, who wrote about um, humor and its uses, and he said that it may have evolved in the human species as a way of coping with all sorts of stress. So you know, comedy is a as a coping mechanism. Coping
1: mechanism, and laughter does relief um, release endorphins. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, there is something to that. Yeah. Yes, and I think laughter is. Uh, not quite as common as uh, sorrow, in my opinion, because laughter. When I find myself laughing, I think, I would like to do this more. What can I do to get more laughter?
0: You're, yes, it is much easier to make people cry than it is to make is laugh. Is that right?
1: I'll be darned. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's why we have so many more, I think, uh, serious movies and movies that win the Oscars and everything. Mm-hmm. There are the dramas because um, it's much easier to make, make you cry, cry than it is to make you laugh. Oh,
1: my yeah. That's why I avoid the Hallmark channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I avoid it for other reasons.
0: <laughs> well, you might be crying because you're laughing so much on that one. It's on true. The Hallmark channel. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> you know how I like the origins of words too. Yes. So, yeah. I, of course I looked up cheese and it comes cheese. from a, a proto-Indo-European, you know, root like so many of our word, words do, which means become sour. Sour. So me, this person who added that line, I'm just going to assume mm-hmm. this person, added, somebody else added that line. Tickle I think at, that's a good
1: assumption. Yeah,
0: they're just trying to sour. Because it's so random.
1: It's so random. Yeah,
0: they're just trying to sour but also, that whole phrase.
1: It, it. I don't know whether they knew how actually kind of brilliant it was to add that to that. You know, we have somber, then we have levity, and I think it's uh, seriousness and levity, and I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what makes this whole thing uh it gives it a whole new level of interest to me. Is tickle that cheese was my, that was my question. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I found tickler cheese. So. But I was as I was telling you. Um, so the, the who wrote this? Do we know who is this? yours, Sean? Who whose poem is this? We don't no, know. I have any is, idea. Is who is this anonymous. Is. This is anonymous.
0: This was on uh, the wall when we had the only mystery exhibit um, from that uh, Lorca quote. Only mystery makes us live only mystery and if you, you can see it in the picture it's there's it's a spray painted wall that my my dad did most of that amos perkins and he was spray painting over the entire poem uh, diving into the wreck by adrian rich and so that you can see a few of the words through through the spray paint but then somebody okay. used these magnets to create that on okay top of
1: yes it. and um if you don't have Tickle that cheese, it almost sounds like a. <clears throat> forgive me, somewhat kind of a a standard Yerbic quote under your under your Yerbic photo yes. with that with the with yes. the velvet tie yeah, and, and the cummerbund. It's not really cumberbunt. poetry. It's not really poetry. But when you had Tickle that cheese, it's like <laughs> we've leveled it up. You, you've gone from a, a B to an A minus. It's
0: it's it's become a little more intriguing.
1: Yeah. I th- and I thought that was a piece of cheese dangling next to it, but I guess that's just a, <laughs> maybe from a, something left from in the bones exhibit. Perhaps it's a
0: shell. That's a shell. It's a shell with a hole in. I think it's an oyster shell. That's hanging from the wall. Interesting. I think it's hanging by another magnet because this was the wall. <clears throat> that exhibit was about a a house that was being exploded by poetry. So every room was not what it was. So okay. that was the living room, which had turned into the ocean. Okay. So there was a chair made out of shells and. I mean there were fish on the floor and that kind of not real fish mm-hmm. i mean
1: mm-hmm. just 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 a complete uh how do i say uh house of uh interesting items yeah it made you think made you think outside of your box literally everything turned on its And made you, tickle, made you tickle your cheese tickled my cheese tickled your cheese
0: yes like the green green grass yes. of home
1: yeah well,
0: destroyed. Destroy, destroyed destroyed destroyed
1: are you going to like that song anymore? Song? I don't know. You don't know.
0: It's not going to sound. It's not going to feel the same when yeah. I sit down at my organ and start playing. Yeah,
1: you know because as I was telling you, the other song that's so tragic is the, the song about Merle Haggard, uh, "Sing Me Back Home," which has "home" in it. But at the very beginning, he just lays it out. You know, the warden leads a prisoner down a hallway to his doom. <laughs>
0: There's so many Oh, I think songs. this might
1: be a sad song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, it gorgeous song. And by Wonder the way, how
0: many country songs are about walking to your execution? There's probably quite a few. Oh, out quite there. a few. Yeah, you well, know. and they have the you know the old cliche. Well, green green grass of home has a cliche train in it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I, I was uh, dreams. Dreams are also something that is seems yes, like yes, uh, that's
0: part of what this little uh, poem things. About. A lot of
1: songs have dreams and the mm-hmm. dream. Dream Weaver. Mm-hmm. Dreams by Stevie Nicks is one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a fantastic word. I love the word dream, and I think recently in the last what twenty five, thirty years, dreams have become a big level of psychological study. Yes, in, yes. Your, your, in your dreams, mm-hmm. and I, as I was telling you, home is also well used, and and it's. Um, uh, I guess it's kind of a, a subjective term. What does home mean? Is home uh, is it a thought process? Is it a, a state of mind for some people? Home, you know, this man was not uh, at home th- uh, in, in the song. He was walking to uh, peril, and uh, <laughs> to say the least. And uh, he was thinking about what made him happiest, I suppose. So, walking
0: to the end, yeah. Which you know that makes sense for, because the. The uh, root of the word home, which you know, I'm going to tell you what the root of the word home okay, is. Yes, yes, is. Okay. Yes. It is again from the um, Indo-European "k," meaning lie or be at rest.
1: To be at rest. Uh huh. Okay.
0: And it it could also be <clears throat> from the Greek "kumos," meaning bed, and that word has the same root as cemetery does.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense with the green, green grass at yeah. home, doesn't
1: it? It does make sense. <laughs> it makes me wonder whether they knew how they were sewing these things together. Do you think uh, – uh, what, much, much, what
0: was his name, Curly? Curly. Do you think he had his dictionary out? I highly doubt it. At... I bet
1: his, I know he had his guitar out <laughs> and was doing chords, playing chords, of course. That helps the songwriting process.
0: Now, but, you don't have a dictionary over there, but I do notice you have a large old book. I have a large build. old
1: book, and I it's a recent acquisition, and I was uh, – I love to look at old books, and I was—it's the book of thoughts, and it's uh, 1956, and it's got thoughts from a lot of the book of uh, of thoughts. thoughts. I I need, and I need thoughts, so I thought I'll buy a book on this, (laughs) and there even is a section for home, you know, and there are um, definitions and ideas of what people think home is, Um, for example. Many a man who pays rent all his life owns his own home, and many a family has successfully saved for a home, only to find itself at last with nothing but a house. <laughs> There's an old country song called A House is Not a Home, by the way, and that is this is by Bruce Barton. But of all of these uh, phrases about home and what home means, my favorite one of all is by um, uh, James Whitcomb Riley, and he says, Just the we caught the cricket's chair, love, and the smiling face of hair. It's <laughs> his definition. That was mine. That was I didn't
0: understand that. that. Say it again.
1: <laughs> shall I keep the accent or lose it? I'll, I'll, say I'll, it
0: with the accent again. i will listen better.
1: Just a wee cot, the cricket's chair, love, and the smiling face of hair. And I'll say it in English <laughs> in, 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 in American. <laughs> just a wee cot, the cricket's chair, Love and the Smiling Face of Her. I, th- I love that. Because yeah. you know, that, that, that could be – you could be riding in a boxcar, and you have this image, and you're home. But you he's know what?
0: Home. That's probably part of a poem where later on he's walking to his execution. No, no <laughs> doubt. No, d-
1: no, d- no doubt. Oh, my. I've never heard a cricket <laughs> – never heard a cricket's chirp called a chirr. Have a you C H I R R chair? No, because they do be kind be of make, some kind of Irish thing. I thought so too, know. Scottish or Irish. Irish. I <laughs> thought chur because they do make kind of a chur chur chur. Anyway, yeah. Book the thoughts. The I'll, have famous, more, I'll have more thoughts later.
0: The famous um, definition from poetry of home is probably from Robert Frost's "Death of a Hired Man." Home is the place where, when you have to go there, they have to take you in.
1: I'll oh, be darned. Mm-hmm. Home is a place w-
0: where, when you have to go there. They have to take you in. They have to take
1: you in. Mm. Yeah,
0: that whole so. point's a, a dialogue between this a married couple, and their hired man Silas has. He disappeared on them when they really needed him, and then he's come back and he's sick and he's ailing and close to death and does die. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but the the man doesn't want him to stay, and the, and his wife is trying to to get him to let Silas stay there.
1: It almost sounds like you know also people that need a shelter. You know, with the weather being yes. as, as cold as it, as give it is now, give me shelter. Give me. Oh man, it's not a, isn't that an amazing song by the by the Stones? Give me shelter. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started here. We're, <laughs> um, but you know, in in this frigid cold weather, people you know they need to find shelter uh, during this time. It's been brutal here. Yeah. And uh, I'm in
0: Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And it was of homes, what
1: sixteen. Oh, it was in the morning sixteen and, degrees, and the wind chill was. Um, uh, zero to two. I have to tell you a story about Winchill in a minute. But, you know, speaking of home, um, I see tents next to fence lines along Lewis Avenue Aww. off downtown Tulsa, and I know there are people inside of these, and I think, how warm can they be? They can't be. And you, you'll you see a dog tied outside, and I'm thinking, I can rescue that dog, I mm-hmm, think, if I, mm-hmm. if I had the chance.
0: Unless they have one of those, you know, freezing 30 below whatever sleeping bags in yeah. there.
1: Well, uh, windchill factor is a... Is a crazy thing, and, and and like this song kind of duped you. Um, I had someone who was duped by wind chill factors because, <laughs> you know, she was um, riding along with me, and and she was not notice she would tell me that the weathermen would talk about wind chill factors and this and that, and yeah, riding along she would place her hand on the glass, and she said it doesn't feel like cold to me, and I said, it's not, you know, she said. <laughs> She said, "I thought they meant windshield. W i n d s h i e l d factor. The windshield factor, oh the windshield factor is oh is gosh. zero, and it does feel much colder <laughs> than windshield when you're driving along. So, uh, Renee, I'm sorry, I had, uh, to, I had to say pretty that. Good. That's a true story <laughs> of, uh, of my twin sister. So we all to this day we talk about windshield factor. It's one word, windshield factor, <laughs> and it is cold. Yeah, mm. yeah um, it is cold."
0: Back to home.
1: Back to home. Back home. Back home. So, back home.
0: you know, I went to <laughs> to my organ in the green, green grass of home because I was trying to find a poem that was positive about home. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that wasn't overly sappy or sentimental, sentimental or whatever. And, and uh, I couldn't find one. Yep. You know, I could just find it in these songs, which to me, green, green grass of home was uh, sappy and sentimental. And But it wasn't.
1: Yeah, okay. no, it wasn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so I found a couple of interesting uh, ideas about home. This one poem is by Maya, Maya Angelou, Maya, Maya Angelou, a wonderful oh, man. Uh, poet who's passed. And it's called They Went Home. They went home and told their wives that never once in all their lives had they known a girl like me. But they went home. They said my house was looking clean. No word I spoke was ever mean. I had an air of mystery, but they went home. My praises were on all men's lips. They liked my smile, my wit, my hips. They'd spend one night or two or three, but.
1: They went home, probably. Ah, yeah. oh, be darned. Yeah. But why did they go home? Why was it not enough? This is what we ponder, right? Yeah, yeah. I can hear her uh, voice reading that. Maya had the most rich yes. voice. Yes, so
0: she was. She was not safe. You yeah. know, home to them was a the safe traditional mm-hmm. place. Place to.
1: Mm-hmm. To place hide. To, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Place to shelter, place to hide, yeah, place to... and she
0: a, was just who she was, yeah. and they were probably who they were mm-hmm. when they were with her.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know the old saying that we've all heard, you can never go home. Yeah. Uh, and I thought as a kid, what does that even mean? I can always go home. But as <laughs> when you're... When I... Grew up and left You can't home. go
0: home again. You
1: can't go home. Is that what it is? You can't go home again. Okay. And I thought that how true. That is so incredibly true because perceptions and actually it, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. So,
0: another one of the sad poems I found actually has sad in the title. It's it's a wonderful little poem, but again, it's it's a definition of home that is not the, you know, the positive thing I was sure, looking for. Right. Home is so sad. It's by Philip Larkin, mm. another wonderful American poet home is so sad it stays as it was left shaped to the comfort of the last to go as if to win them back instead bereft of anyone to please it withers so having no heart to put aside the theft and turn again to what it started as a joyous shot at how things ought to be long fallen wide you can see how it was look at the pictures and the cutlery the music in the piano stool, that vase.
1: Yeah, v- very, very Im- image.
0: It's not the house that makes the home.
1: It's it's yeah. it's, it's the people that live within and the and yeah. the, the memories of of the pink. In my case, a pink bathroom with boomerang with boomerang <laughs> embossed tile on the on the vanity. You know. Yeah. Uh, right. And yeah. orange crushed velvet chairs, <laughs> which were all the rage, and. Harvest gold appliances, and <laughs> all these things, right?
0: Yeah, but the, the personification of the home is sad.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And it, it, home, it, home means a million different things to a million different people. Yes. It, it's quite a, an, a, a, ambiguous, correct?
0: It's a word that even though, you know, like it's, we chose this, this poem, and like I said, it's not really a poem, but I think it was because – I wanted to do it because you know that phrase, "tickle that cheese." What was that person trying to do? If it was him or her, who was that? Who was it?
1: Yeah. Who did that? Come forward. But also the connotation Release.
0: of the words, you know, because yeah. these, these are big words. These are big ideas. In, They're big in ideas. These lines.
1: But but also uh, it, it's also um, not the best advice, Sean. Um, no. I, I mean, uh, because you can never know where your home is because home means too many things. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't. Yeah, of course, you know, it helps to know a physical address when you're driving home from the grocery store <laughs> or have it have it your, in, in memory. Uh-huh. But always know where home is. It, um, you know, I don't know if you can always know where home is because home is always changing. Even, yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And the other thing is the way that it's phrased here, you can, you can see, uh, well, it's. The diction of this really stands out to me in terms of that conjunction, but, B-U-T. Mm-hmm. Always dream big, but know where home is. How does this sound when you change that but to and?
1: Um, always dream big and know where, where home is. Well, I, I... <laughs> I'm on the spot, and I don't. I'm in. There's a train coming at me, and there would a light, and I don't know what the answer it's is. It's different. It is different. It's it totally is, different. It, it's not. It, it's not as. Um, it's a little more uh, enveloping and accepting when you use yes. and instead of instead of like but. Yes. You know you can't do it do it without the other but. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. It,
0: it doesn't sound like it's trying to be this this piece of wisdom, like you said, that somebody would put in their their high quote. school yearbook. Yeah. It just the change of that conjunction. Opens and junction, junction, junction. O- What's your
1: function? <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock saved my life.
0: It, it really opens up the phrase, yes. you know, because yeah. the but, when you use a but like this in a sentence, mm-hmm. the b-u-t, um, not your actual but, when you use the but like this in a sentence, you're really dismissing everything that came before it.
1: Yeah. And but so you was, might as
0: well not have said it.
1: It's almost sermon esque, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought that was interesting. So yeah. just how about you just put the word "and", and in there. I always dream
1: big and know where home is.
0: I had a very wise person once who told me that, and I think we were talking about feedback. When you're giving feedback to someone, mm-hmm. um, you sandwich it. First of all, mm-hmm. positive, then critical, mm-hmm. then positive, mm-hmm. and and don't use the um, the uh, what's the word I want to use is the the conjunctions that are. Uh, you know, like but or yet or however.
1: Well, they make the, the conjunctions that might make the recipient defensive because yeah. we always hear, yeah. oh, but there. I I feel a but coming. We've heard mm-hmm. this in many a thousand TV shows. Yeah. I feel a but coming.
0: Yeah, because yeah. there somebody is saying something, and you don't really believe it when they put that but yeah however so- in there. They just dismissed everything. It they feels somewhat said.
1: condescending. It's like yeah. you know you're you're. Pigeonholing me or mm-hmm. putting me in a box with and this, and to
0: somebody who's getting feedback, like a writer or or anybody who's trying to you know do something and perfect a skill, and you're giving them feedback, and you you say that was a wonderful um, piece of metaphor, but they 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 are and they're forgotten. already they're they're <laughs> already
1: preparing themselves when you know they it's like okay walling up when I hear the butt you know <laughs> that was a
0: wonderful piece of metaphor. And I also see that these last lines, you know, have a compelling idea in mm-hmm. it that maybe you could draw out a little more.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and what does Dream Big mean? What does dream big? I mean, you know, why someone's dreams big. If if I want to own Microsoft, is that too big of a dream? Or if I want to, if I've got, we really
0: it, don't like this person who put this on here, do we?
1: Oh well, it's, it, it, <laughs> we probably do, and they're probably listening. so I apologize. <laughs> if I want to own Microsoft, is that a bigger dream than my wanting to make a mobile out of small um, engine a parts? A mobile, an Emery Blagden style mobile out of engine parts that I bought from your rump romp rummage store. That's on my mind. I have a burning desire to do that.
0: Oh, well, you should do that.
1: I say, I, I'm going to I'm going to do that. Sorry, yeah. do that
0: if you want to. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm going, not going to tell you. No, should. no, no. I understand. <laughs> I, you know, the urge to create is is big. You know, and, and, and that's my dream is to create. That is my dream, <laughs> not to. Make a million dollars, although I do love to spend cash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you like to have it in my pocket? Do you like to spend
1: it? It's convenient. It just makes things so much easier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. we talked about home and uh, big and the cheese. We haven't talked so much about the dream. You did mention it. It did have – when it's it's an old English word. It did have a different meaning than when we use it today. Um, it, it just – referred to things that would cause um, sensations in you when you were fully awake. Mm-hmm. and uh, so it meant like noise, joy, music mm-hmm. right and, uh, and then it took in the 13th century the word it started taking on the meaning that it does now with like you're dreaming uh, when you're asleep. And then even later after that is when it became like it's used in our little poem today like being awakened or you know having a, a vision. That kind of
1: dream. Dreams are associated with usually pleasant uh, uh, connections. Dreams. Yeah. Dream. You. Yeah. You look like a dream. You're a. You're a. You're a vision. You're a dream. You know. I had the. had the most amazing dream. Yeah. Uh, typically, yeah. even yeah. though the dreams can be unpleasant, we tend to call those, I guess, nightmares or something. I, Night terrors. A dream.
0: I dream of making a mobile yeah. from the things that are at the the rummage store.
1: And then there's a song by the Mortal Coil. <laughs> uh,
0: the Mortal Coil. That's from Hamlet.
1: Mortal mortal coil is is a um, – uh, that's an interesting connection. I didn't know that. Did I dream you dreamed about me? Did I dream you dreamed about me? And you think, okay, did I dream you dreamed about me? And if you say – I say that over and over and it becomes this quite this mirror, you know, and that's a, that's a, a phrase. What dreams may come dreams when we have come. shuffled
0: off this mortal co- coil must give us pause.
1: I'll be darned. Because we'll, who would bear the whips and scorns what dream, of time, the insolence
0: see, of office, the law's delay. The we scorns a... that patient merit take, when he himself might his quietus make with the bare bodkin.
1: We have gone down this rabbit hole. Who would
0: Fartle's bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life but that the threat of something after death,
1: oh, my. the undiscovered
0: country, country from whose born no traveler return, puzzles what? the will and I... makes us whether bear those ills we have than fly to those we know not of. Thus conscience doth make cowards of us all. Thus the native hue of resolution is sicklied over with the pale cast of thought and enterprises with great pith and moment.
1: Sean, you, we have Sean, We have caused Sean to speak in tongues. No, that's that's Shakespeare tongue. That is that is amazing because I, I I know there's a band called Mortal Coil. Well, and there's a book called What. There's a movie called What Dreams May Come. That's from
0: the Ham. the famous To yeah. Be or Not to Be speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Which is about dreams. And, and you know what else? What dying
1: and dying. <laughs> and I found out one of my favorite musical groups, the Cocteau Twins. They're they're. Um, Named after uh, a uh, French um, writer or artist, yes. Jean Cocteau. Yes. So all of these a things, filmmaker, a filmmaker. Yeah. All of these, all of these things. You know, they're worth looking into. They're worth looking beneath that layer. Mm-hmm. And f- yeah, it, it, there's. But you know what's underneath
0: beneath that layer?
1: Dreams or home?
0: Behind or, everything? Beh-
1: what's that? Death. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about that.
0: I didn't either. I just wanted to. Play the green, green, green grass of home. home. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else recorded that song? We talked about him in uh, several episodes ago because I had the shirt that said, I love Tom Jones.
1: Oh uh, was it you said Tom Jones recorded it? Yes he yes. did. Yeah. So I, I when... thought surely Woody Guthrie didn't record that. I thought <laughs> no. you're you're gonna tell me it's a folk song now. <laughs> My cousin Woody recorded this. <laughs> no,
0: Tom Jones.
1: I think they record it because they know it has such universal appeal. You yeah, know, man, uh, just suckers it, you, you, you in. You're, you're so, d- suckers you're so you in. Yeah, and you're disappointed that he broke the law and that he's not a hero from coming back from war. But he somehow broke the law badly enough, Sean, that he had. I think he's going to be uh, sentenced to death. But you know what
0: that reminds me of? Back when I was teaching high school, I would have a lot of students who would hand in poems and they thought they were being really clever I'm sorry former high school students <laughs> and they would write these things like hey, you'd, all. Have been, you'd have been dissed <laughs> <laughs> this, this thing of, you've probably seen one of them too where it's all this descriptive oh I am I was found in the alley and I was bruised and abused and my I was no longer needed I was discarded oh yes what uh-huh. you know yes. blah, blah blah and yes. you get to the end and it's talking about a cigarette but
1: oh gosh yeah Okay.
0: That's what that's what green that is, green grass does to me now. You, that is,
1: that is a true that is a true duping. It is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's just. Bleh. Yeah.
1: Bleah. It's like clever not. <laughs> no. Right.
0: No. It just makes me want to vomit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My, it has just been a not pleasant uh, <laughs> experience for Sean today. <laughs> I we're told we're Bill when
0: he came in here to record, I was that like, I have I have much to say about this, and I'm I'm angry. So
1: and I said, yeah, right. But she was right. <laughs> but you know, this, we, and there's
0: all these people out here that are like you, Polly. Like, how did you live to be almost sixty and not know oh, what there, that
1: song was about? There are many things that I have. You know, I'm the right there also. And I, I'm like, how did I not know this? How did I not know this and survive this long and not get? My hand burnt off or something, you know?
0: Uh, Bill, I dream, I dreamt. I wrote The Hobbit the other night.
1: J.R.R. Tolkien. I, I think was just I
0: was Tolkien in my sleep. Tolkien
1: in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another song. You've been talking in your sleep, sleeping in your dreams.
0: Oh, that was another thing I found when I was looking up some things about the, um, oh, uh, just the sounds of words. Uh-huh. Because I was thinking that was another thing that, that came out to me about this poem is just the sound of the word dream and home. I think that those have a, you know, just a feel. Dream-a.
1: Yeah, Dream, home. For
0: us. So I was looking up the sounds of words. I didn't know that this was called phonesthetics.
1: Phonesthetics. 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 Okay.
0: And that that term might have actually been used the first time by Tolkien.
1: Tolkien. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was just thinking of uh, that the, hit. The, J.R.R. Tolkien and the books I read in junior high school and how rich they were in in, in imagery. Yeah. And oh and songs, and, he, you know he has And songs, songs in Middle a lot of, Earth. Yes.
0: Yeah, well he apparently knew a lot about phonesthetics yeah. and that the sounds of words there's a British linguist his name's David Crystal and he did some research on this and he said that the 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 words that have positive connotations um yeah those are really popular but also he said that these are words that sound really cool to us. Usually they're two or three syllables, they have short vowels, and um, they have easy to produce consonant sounds such as the N, the S, and the M.
1: N, S, yeah.
0: M. Yeah, so I think the M and home and dream that gets to us. And it, those are one syllable words, but it, a couple of the words that he mentions are autumn, melody, lullaby, mm-hmm. velvet.
1: Mm. Do you ever listen to different languages and, and think I'm just lulled by either the romantic or the guttural, a lot of a lot of language. Yes, you know, I'm not
0: lull, I'm not lured by the guttural ones. the, but...
1: the, the Germans and the, yeah. uh, you know, but the, yeah. the Spanish and the Italians yes. and the uh...
0: Yes, Italian mm-hmm.
1: specifically. It's really it's it's almost melodic mm-hmm. the, the way the, the speaking. Tranquil. 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 Gossamer. Gossamer. Caress. And see, when, you, when I think of gossamer, you, <laughs> know, you know what green, I think of? Green, green, green grass of home. grass of home. <laughs> when I think of gossamer, you know what I think of? Those, and this is going to be so strange. I think of the little <laughs> damselfly wings. Damselfly Damselfly, wings. they're little delicate uh, insects with wings that are, are, are clear. And That's you can what see what the veins called. in it's
0: called. It's called a damselfly. Damselfly. Oh, cool.
1: And uh, don't be fooled, they're predatory. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they, have the most beautiful iridescent clear wings, and I think that you know that, that death, gossam, always death, gossamer. I always, it's always there, it's always there. You know, behind every even you know, behind
0: the gossamer, fragile even gossamer, gossamer wings. wings. Those
1: little things, they'll they'll they'll, they'll eat a, eat an ant in a heartbeat. They'll bite its little head off. You know, but they're beautiful little creatures. You know, little yeah, gossamer wings.
0: Okay, so we've gone over our, our allotted time. What do you think, Bill?
1: I think we've taught the people something, <laughs>
0: <laughs> have we?
1: <laughs> I hope we've imparted some knowledge. You know,
0: they might have just decided that. They, I
1: that. hope they haven't tuned out. You need to let us know if you're out there. You know, is there anybody out there? Just, just, just not if you can hear me. Is there anyone home? Pink Floyd. Wait, wait, okay, Pink Floyd. Okay, okay. Comfortably numb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, do 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 share us. Do do. Wherever you can, we're we're really getting trying to get the word out there as much as possible about what we're doing, and we think we we have something that you know you're listening that uh, that people would really enjoy and be entertained by, and I maybe learn a little something. And we definitely learn something every time, don't we? We do learn something,
1: <laughs> you know. I, I know we've got a little kernel of fan base in, in New Mexico and Albuquerque and other areas. So y'all spread the word. Spread you know what I'm talking word. about. You know who I'm talking about. All right. Thank you. I'll see you next time. Take care.
0: That was fun.